Hello there, and thank you for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 268 for Patch 6.1. Our topic for this episode is Uncle Earl Came to Visit. And now, from the Excellence in Podcast Studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root, and I play a goblin warlock. And this is Freckleface, and I play a goblin hunter. We are a podcast covering the worlds of Warcraft universe. Coming up in episode number 268 of HearthCast, we have a serious talk about how real life impacts WoW. We'll talk about how spending $3,000 on Hearthstone can be a smart financial choice. And we'll hear from someone who hates that other people like what they like in the game. So, hey, Rude. Hey there, Freckleface. How was your week? You know, uh, last week you'd mentioned something about running three LFRs. Yeah. And I'm like, three LFRs? And you're like, yeah, I got sick of it. I got full, right? Right, right. It's done. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. So I queued up for all four LFRs. And I'm like, I'm going to do this, all four, right now. After the third one, I'm like, you know what? I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) And the fourth queue popped, and I'm like, no, I'm going to turn that down. Yeah. I think I'm going to go out and sit and stare at the wall for a while. Stretch your legs. <laughs> yeah. Rethink the decisions in my life <laughs> <laughs> that led me to decide to run four LFRs in a row. <laughs> I do have two of the uh, elemental runes assembled. Awesome. Which, by the way, thank you. I didn't know you could do that. What do you mean? I thought I was just going to gather like the 900 or whatever I needed and go turn all 900 in. As opposed to making, you know, three assembled runes. Yeah, but at the same time, now it's a separate item in your bag. I kind of wish yeah. there was just 900 taking up one bag slot. That is a good point. Yeah. Get to uh, do some raiding with a heroic raid team. Awesome. That, that's cool. That's fun. Um, Yeah, it's back to, uh, you know, wiping and figuring out why we wiped and then fixing that. So I, that's part of raiding I like. Yeah. You know, the strategic part. The strategic. The, the best part about it is it isn't anybody saying root your DPS is too low. That's that's <laughs> the the good part. That's good. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> it's more like okay, uh, we didn't call that out right, or this person died. We had too many people die too fast. You know, yeah. there's there's reasons. Dark roast is all the way up to ninety four now. Awesome. I'm enjoying that little you know leisurely leveling experience. Uh, fruit. I've pretty much left him to do chores. He just, he just doing garrison he's stuff. He's just garrison yeah. doing chores. Dark roast, you know, we do chores at dark roast and root right, as well, right. but I'm also, you know, out with dark roast in the world. So with dark roast, is he working hard? Or hardly working. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's your favorite. It never gets old to me. To you. <laughs> uh, in life, I got a, a new phone. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I switched carriers. Left Horizon, went to T-Mobile. Uh Got a tweet from Verizon today, even though I'm like, oh, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> that's very creepy. <laughs> no, I'm really not going back to you guys. Uh, but I bring that up to say that the switching of authenticators is painless. Oh, I know we've had people uh, email in the past mm-hmm. and saying they had the issues with it. It's completely painless. Did you have your old serial number? I did, but I didn't need it. Really? Right. So I took a screenshot of it and emailed it to myself, had all that ready to go. And all I did is I logged into the battle.net account and I had a backup authentication method, method, which is SMS. 
So I told Battle.net, okay, I have my backup authentication method. Authenticate with that first. I said, okay, cool, you authenticated. I'm like, awesome, because it gave me a code. It yeah. me a code. And then when I removed the Battle.net authenticator from my account, it sent me another SMS verification. If you want to remove this, you got to type this code in. Type that in. Authenticator gone. Add an authenticator. Then I needed the current new uh, serial number. Put that in, and I was done. It did cause me to look at something that was kind of weird that it didn't pick up on my old authenticator. What's that? Not that it matters, but my serial number begin, began, rather, because of the old one, with EU. Huh. And my new one begins with US. So hmm. I don't know if I had a you weird, yeah, I don't know if yeah. I had like a weird, you know, European authenticator <laughs> this entire time or if it really even matters. But I just wanted to say that it was, it was super simple. So if anybody is well, thinking about changing yeah. phones then, you know, go ahead, do so. And I could recommend the Nexus 6 because it's a cool phone. It's a big phone. It is, and I know you've got the Note 4. Right. So I didn't want to get the same phone you had. Why? Because <laughs> then you'd be asking me tech support questions all day long, and I really didn't want to deal with that. Ouch. <laughs> Sheesh. So on that note, how was your week, Freck? Well, painful now. <laughs> Uh, I had a good week. Um, I also ran all four LFR wings again. Congrats. Thank you. But I split up two and two. Oh, well, yeah. Two on Saturday, two on Sunday. That's nice. Actually works out pretty well. It does. One of the bosses, I forgot which one it was, um, but I got bored. Oh, it was the Iron Maidens? Oh, yeah, Is that yeah, a yeah. thing? Yeah, it's a thing. I got bored before and I used one of my toys that said make like a tree and leave. <laughs> okay. It turned you into a tree. Yeah. Um... I cannot cancel that buff. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So you were a tree the entire fight and couldn't do anything? Uh, exactly. Well, I was a tree until I got hit with some sort of debuff I was supposed to run away or run out of or something I didn't. And then I got called an idiot by the healer. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have to, you know, enforce a stereotype, Freckleface? Oh. That's all you're doing. Look, it's not my fault. Normally, you left or right click on the buff. I forgot which one. I was trying right. both. Yeah, right click. Something on was happening. Hmm. As long as it's a debuff. <laughs> That's funny, though. Did you die? Is that why you got called out? Yeah. Or? Oh, <laughs> took the tree down. <laughs> I did. But that's all right. Um, other than that, kind of a, a slowish week. I don't think I've done anything unusual. Slowish week? Slowish week, yeah. Well. You know, regardless of the speed of the week, there's always business to attend to. Last week, we actually had Kevin from the Dark Moon Herald join us uh, for his announcements. This week, though, uh, he he phoned it in. Or actually, he he Twitter DM'd it in. He didn't even phone it in. He tweeted it. Yeah, well, direct message to me. We are running our bet. Our bet or our challenge is the Drake of the South wind that drops from you Throne of the Four Winds. Our previous total going into this week was $42. I've got my crisp $1 bill. I've got my wrinkled $1 bill. Kevin, we're going to auto-debit him $1 from his bank account. That brings our total to $45 going into this week. Freckle face. Did you run the Throne of the Four Winds this week? I did. And 
in your running of the Throne of the Four Winds this week. Did you win? I did not. Did you not kill the boss? Isn't that winning? Uh, no, that's not winning. Oh. No. Oh, winning is getting the mount? Yes. Oh. Yeah. So you didn't get the mount? No, I didn't so get So it's more like throwing the four losses for you? Throwing the four fails? Yes, throwing the four fails. Throwing the four ducks? Yeah. That's what I call it. Yeah. Cool kids in here. So rude. Yes, there for Agolvays. Did you run Throne of the Four Winds this week? I did run Throne of the Four Winds this week. Winds? Hmm. 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 So did the mountain drop for you? The mount did not drop for uh. me this week. Uh, <laughs> as usual, uh, I got, I got, uh, what did I get a lot of? Um, tokens that I couldn't use this right. week. So. I'll make you pay an extra dollar every time you do a fake out like ah, that. No, uh. no, no. Do you ever go back, by the way, and get like uh, the loot off the other bosses? There's no loot off the other bosses. Sure there is. Is there? Yeah. Well, not the other bosses, but the four guys, the, the conclave, as, as it were. No. Well, yeah, it sells. Okay. So, but it means nothing's right. going to be there. Maybe some transmog stuff there for you. I think you'll find more pants there, personally. <laughs> But yeah, you just look down, you'll see it sparkle. Okay. Next time. I never do that because I'm in such a hurry, you know, to run and, you know, kill Alakazam or whatever his name is, Alakir. So I never, but then, you know, once I loot the crystal, I look down there and go, hey, it's sparkling. So there you go. Coming up next in general chat. When real life collides with WoW. Earl, as I like to call IRL events, just happens. There isn't anything anyone can do about that. Some people may play WoW to escape from Earl, while other people play their lives directly through the game. Wherever you may find yourself in a scale, it is inevitable that Earl will cross over and have effect on your gameplay. Friendships are made and sometimes lost. Love can be found and unfortunately death can take our friends away. As I said, Earl happens. Recently, the server we play on suffered the loss of a well-known player. A memorial service was held in Orgrimmar, and people gathered and slow walked under mounts around a path in the Valley of Wisdom. During the walk, people would comment and share their stories about how they met Blueberry and what they recalled of her impact on them. After the walk, people gathered around her husband, knelt down, and paid their respects. We asked all of you if you had any Earl moments in WoW, and this is what some of you shared with us. Our role-playing guild was composed of dwarves. One of our things was to raid drunk, both in-game and out, of course. We lost one of our main raiders to a sudden onset of cancer. His widow suggested a nice Irish wake for him. So we gathered in Stonefire Tavern in Ironforge. His widow logged into his account, and we had her lie him down on the bed. We all took turns telling fond stories and sharing memories of him. Then, as our in-game and real-life tradition dictated, we all raised our glasses one more time to honor our fallen hero. Still to this day, I drink a beer before any boss fight. Frag, have you ever uh, attended an Irish wake? I have not. They're very interesting. It's very um, uh, organized. Mm-hmm. 
And it's it's a lot like a visitation if you've ever been to a funeral home, sure. except it's done in, in the home usually of uh, the deceased. And they are there, uh, usually in the casket, but they're they're there. And it's the same thing where people gather and there's certain traditions of what is said to the host or hostess or the 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 widow or widower. And but, you know, it is more of a while it is reminiscent, it's more of a festive event. You know, and to remember the good times of someone who who's passed on. Um, we had an Irish wake for my mom when she passed. Oh. However, she wasn't present, but um it was outside of that it was a traditional Irish Irish wake, so that was kinda cool. Another listener shared. I don't know if it's crossing over or not, but we had a guy in our guild who came on our mumble server sounding extremely disoriented and incoherent. Something was up. It wasn't like he was drunk or anything. Our guild leader had his home address and notified local authorities. It took some convincing, but they did a wellness check on his house. Turns out he was a diabetic and was close to going into a diabetic coma. If he hadn't logged into Mumble, who knows what would have happened. That's kind of scary. It is scary. Yeah. yeah. And I've heard, you know, stories about that happening other places. I think I read once about a, a radio show that that happened on where someone called in the radio show and they were, you know, babbling incoherently. Then the radio show was able to, you know, trace their number and get authorities over there. And here recently, you know, with people streaming on Twitch, I know some stuff has happened before legitimately happened before where people had to legitimately call uh, rescue services for people. I think one was choking or something like that. So that happens. That's crazy. Yeah. My guild lost her tank on September 14th, 2012. Although we've all gone our separate ways, we still gather at his favorite spot in game to pay our respects. I wonder if they do that every September 14th. It seems so. Yeah. The date to be sticking out. Yeah. Go, you know, to that person's spot, the favorite spot in the game and just do something. You know, keep that memory alive. That's a, that's a great tradition. Now, something that's not so somber here is I met my wife in game. We were married officially in game. Since all of our true friends were in our guild and so many of them were so far away, that was the best way to have them all be able to attend our wedding. We set up a third computer at our house for the minister to wed us. It was all quite nice. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Back in my EverQuest days, I had a priest. And uh, I used to tell people that they had to have a priest to perform the wedding ceremony. Of course. Right? You had to. And I used to I used to get these wedding rings they had in the game. <laughs> I would just get them for like cheap. Yeah. And then, you know, require them to pay me <laughs> a lot of platinum <laughs> for those wedding rings. But uh, yeah, that's kind of cool. I like that. When, yeah. You know, I know a lot of people meet in game and get married and, you know, real life. And that's kind of cool. I don't know if I've been to any, I haven't been to a real wedding. There's a wedding in the game, remember? You have to write the limerick or write the music for the. the oh, as part, of the, as part of the quest line? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. But I don't think it, but it gets I've interrupted. I've seen a few, yeah, I've seen a few uh, in game weddings. Have you ever attended one? Not for somebody I knew. Ah. Yeah, I've just seen it happening. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I still have the frost resistance potion a guildy gave me for Kara for a boss. Every time I see it, I remember them. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah. You know, there are things like I get, uh, people send me Kungaloosh. 
And the reason they sent me Kung Galoosh is because I know the true origins of Kung Galoosh. Yeah, it means something to you. It does. Yeah. Uh, because the true origins of Kung Galoosh was a drink at the Adventurers Club, which was a bar on Pleasure Island at Disney uh, that I actually opened. And it was a bouncer and bartender at that, at that club. And so friends who know me, actually one of them, uh, you know him, he's been on the show before, Mighty Gorm, uh, actually worked at the door with me for a while there. And he's one of the guys that sends me Kung Galoosh all the time. <laughs> nice. So, it's, it's a very good story there. Yeah. Troll Guy passed away on the Muradin server in 08 or 09. The entire server walked with no mounts through Duratar. That takes some organization. That does. Yeah. That does take some organization. Now, when you and I attended the memorial service for Blueberry, one of the things that surprised me the most was the lack of trolls. Uh, You logged in five minutes too late. I think I was there before you. I saw a couple... Mm. No, because I logged on. I told you it was happening. You oh, that's true. There. Okay. You missed a really bad one. Well, then I'm glad yeah. that I did. I only saw maybe two or three. And most of the time, people just said, just ignore them and yeah. move on. Yeah. I did see a couple comments like, well, what's the big what's the big gathering going on? Well, sure. I'm curious. Yeah. Especially after we had dismounted and we're all gathered and kneeling, you know? <laughs> Yeah, part of the problem with that is people were um, paying their tributes in trade chat, mm-hmm. which I I kind of understand because that way people on the server, wherever they are, can still participate. But at the same time, it kind of invited a lot of attention from people who didn't care about it. Right, or weren't part of it, or were in a different different and capital wanted city. To make it known they didn't care about it, which is distracting. Yeah, you know, trade chat may not be the best place yeah. for that. If they left it in general, or left it in, you know, the, the say or something local, probably probably would have been a little better. But it did, it did kind of irritate me. I understand. You walk in an online funeral, you think, oh, it's just online people. And not not taking the time to think that it's real people behind the screen. Right. You know, I'm not expecting somebody who's a stranger to get emotional about it or anything like that. But there is absolutely no reason to be rude. You know, if you don't like it, you can just ignore it. And it's not like we were telling anybody that you can't be an Orgrimmar unless you're doing this moral service. No. Not, not at all. In fact, I'm pretty sure there were people who joined in the, the slow walk around who had no idea what was going on yeah. other than people were slow walking in a circle and went, I want to be part of that. When moments like these happen in an online game, it causes us to take a moment to reflect on our own lives, both in and out of game. And we have to ask ourselves, what impact are we bringing to the lives of the people we play with? What lasting impressions are we making? Are we going to be fondly remembered by the people we play with or simply forgotten? And here are just a few tips to make your in-game life that much more memorable. Don't forget to express appreciation. Yeah, You know, saying thank you goes a long way. It does. 
there are times when uh, people in our guild would do favors for other people in the guild, or me included. And to me, it's always touching because I don't expect it. And I'm like, you know, you don't need to do that for me. I'm kind of humble. Of, eh, you know, you don't need to do that for me. Yeah. So I always make sure to thank people. And if I do forget sometimes, I kind of make sure to thank them afterwards. Like, even if it's a day or two later, like, hey, thanks for that. I don't know if I think thank you or not. So I do make sure to go out of my way to thank people for that. You should be open to accepting different points of view. Somebody might suggest you try a different class or character, you know? Someone may say, you know, Hunter might not be your thing. You hey. Should, <laughs> you should try, I don't know, maybe a mage or a shaman. Which doesn't necessarily mean that you need to go out and make a new character just because someone says you should, but at the same time... Taking a minute to listen to them to understand why they're saying what they're saying goes a long way. You know, LFR might be the thing you should do. See, now you're just being mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should be open and accepting of that. <laughs> I get backhanded compliments. Wait your turn, share, and listen to what others have to say. That's just... Good right there, you know. That's just what you learn in kindergarten. It pretty much is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Recognize when somebody else is upset and show empathy. And that is really hard to do in an online game. It is. You know, in general, think about how many fights can be dissolved if the other person can just take a step back and go... Are they really just a mean person or are they reacting out of being hurt? I have a little bit of an issue that when I am in a bad mood and I can say something that is completely wrong, you know, like, I don't know, uh, humans were actually descendants from night elves. You know, has something completely wrong in the game that can be, you know, proven 10 times wrong. Uh Uh-huh. But once I've dug that hole, I will dig that hole deeper and deeper. You don't want me called out on it. No. No. I'm like, you didn't read that right in the book, did you? <laughs> you just think you read it right. And I'll start making up stuff just to prove my point, you know. <laughs> Where do you think the blood else came from? Oh, don't read the book. <laughs> and I'll deflect and I'll just, you know. Where if I just let go of that. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Or someone didn't egg me on and kind of went, <laughs> okay, Root, we understand you're upset and uh, that's cool. You know? <laughs> Problem solved to help yourself and others. Quests. Quests are big on this. You know, you do a quest that's difficult and you figure something out, you share that knowledge with people. Or if you know somebody else is stuck on a quest that you've done before or a boss or whatever the case might be, if you figure that out, help them. There's so many times in, especially trade chat, where it's just venom. You know, somebody asks for help, and you're just like, oh, please don't. Oh, you did. You asked for help. You just opened up a can of worms. You know, especially, you know, it's the whole thing, you know, hey, how do I get to X from here? Practice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to get there. You know, So... 
I try to be helpful when I see that, you know, mm-hmm. I try to give them the best. And I don't give them like the most obscure route. Like, well, if you have the ring from this place that teleports you over to this place, you can use the magic hat at that place and end up back on the donkey that takes you over to. No, just get to the shrine, yeah. click on a portal, do this. Yeah, you, you basically just become a drain on other people if whenever you have a question, you just immediately go and ask someone else before trying to figure it out for yourself. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I know it's it's very simple to sit there and go, well, you know, you can look that up. Yeah. But the amount of time it takes me to type that out, I could look it up and get the answer for the person. True. It's like, oh, you do this. You know, and then I learn something to myself. Right. But that just could be my nature. No, it's not. <laughs> I've tr- I mean, you might disagree with me, but I, I've tried to do that with you. I know you you could fix my computer problems if something happens. I know you have a habit of sending people to let me Google that for you. Oh, yeah, I love that site. <laughs> so I will at least Google it first. <laughs> but don't understand what's going on after that. I'd be like, Rude, help me. Well, sure. And yeah. that's, you know, you know, you should do that. Yeah. And, 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 and sometimes it's a really obvious solution. Yeah, but... I find more often than not, the question people ask isn't the question they're really asking. Okay. It's they're trying to formulate the question. Yeah. You know, like someone may say, hey, how do we get to Dalaran? Well, there's not a whole lot to do in Dalaran. Right. Where are you trying to go? Well, I'd like to go run ICC. Oh, so you want to get to ICC. This is the best way to get to ICC. You know, so you can't, yeah. you kind of get to the root of the question that they're having. Gotcha. Yeah. Play and work well with others. Another kindergarten. <laughs> um, that's just, you know, LFR anywhere else. That you're in a group, random pugs, doesn't matter. You know, we're all there to achieve the same thing. We're all pushing that same rock up that same hill. So just make it easy for everybody else. One of the things that I just don't like is when any class, be it a tank, a DPS class, or a healing class, gets that chip on their shoulder and thinks that the random pug that they're in or the LFR that they're in can't exist without them. Go ahead, Tank, run on up there, see if I heal you. No, that, that that's what you're supposed to do. That's how the <laughs> game is played. If the Tank's going to run up ahead, it may not be the best decision a Tank is mis- you know, making, but don't withhold your you know healing. Or the Tank turns around and goes, oh, you, you pulled it, you tank it, it's all yours. Yeah. Oh, look at that DPS die because he pulled. Yeah, mistake's going to be made. And I'm not saying be all forgiving, but be, you know, educating. Play with them. Work with them. Let them know what they did wrong. Hey, you know what? You're, you're... That should be a last resort rather than a knee-jerk reaction. Exactly. Yeah. Look, you know, if you tell somebody, yeah, you know what? Let me pull. I got it. I'm a tank. I'm going to pull. You know, I'm going to stay yeah. in range of the healers. We're all good. Versus just, you know, poisoning someone's chat channel with that. Understand that there are consequences to actions. Like a DPS pulling the box. <laughs> <laughs> Not even that. Just people get mad sometimes and say and do things to make a point or to hurt the other person. The stuff that you say and do sticks around. It does. And, you know, and there are times when things haven't gone right for whatever reason, in, in a game. And, you know, I've left a guild, you know, and I've had my grievances, and I've matured enough to talk about those and settle them. 
but there is still the consequence of the action that caused me to leave and my action of leaving. You know, there was there were still consequences on both parts. And that's something that you have to understand, you have to accept, and then you have to work through to kind of fix, you know, because everything's worth fixing. Yeah. Know some things about the world around you. And I'm not just talking about the game, you know, not just talking about the, you know, Draenor or whatever continent we happen to be on. And I'm not talking about the original surroundings or the surroundings that you're in in a dungeon or a raid. All that's very, very important for the success of the game and your gameplay. But understanding that you're contributing to something larger than yourself if you're in a group is very important. Knowing to stay out of fire, very important. Knowing how some of the mechanics work, very important. Knowing where to go in the game to get particular quest items done, achievements, all that kind of stuff is very important to know. Because what you're doing doesn't just affect you, it affects everybody else. But you have to know yourself as well. Know your likes, dislikes, your strengths, your weaknesses. Don't be afraid to express your thoughts and recognize your own accomplishments. I got invincible. <laughs> can, I rec- <laughs> can I recognize that? Is that, is that okay? <laughs> Was that an accomplishment or is that just RNG? Uh, no, definitely an accomplishment. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but you should. I mean, we're all in the world of Warcraft to get something out of it. You know, we're not just all in there, you know, burning money, you know, although I, you know, sometimes I think some people are. Yeah. And just hate to hate, you know, love to hate or whatever. But understand that you're going to get out of the game what you put into the game. You have to know what you like. And once you find out what you like, you do what you like in the game and you, you're rewarded justly. I particularly don't like PvP. Guess what I don't do in the game? PvP? Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> I I happen to like raiding. Guess what I do in the game? Raid. There you go. Yeah. Right? I don't like fishing. Guess what my fishing is at the garrison? <laughs> that dude, I, I ain't doing jack squat with mm-hmm. him. Out of all that, I think the biggest thing you said out of that list, uh, that segment right there, Frank, was expressing your thoughts. You know, being able to, to correctly formulate a thought and then share that thought communicate with other people in the game is vitally, vitally important. We've said that so many times in this show that everything just boils down to communication. It does. You know, especially if you are having an issue with somebody, I always have the biggest inclination to avoid conflict at any cost. But then as I've kind of grown up, I've learned that it is way less painful just to tell somebody the truth. See, I feel this way because of this. And depending on how they react, you can move forward one or two ways with it. Every person's feelings are 100% justified to that person. Well, sure. So understanding that a person is allowed to feel a certain way helps out a lot. And recognizing that they're allowed to feel that way and letting them feel that way, even if you think it's completely unjustified, they still have the right to feel the way they feel. So if they communicate why they feel that way, it could have been the smallest of misunderstandings that if you don't communicate, boils into the biggest cauldron of hate that the world knows. And if you just talk about that little that little splinter, 
underneath her fingernail. Yeah. You just talk it out and you'd be surprised at, you know, how sometimes little things just go away. Like, I didn't know you felt that way. I com- I completely understand why you feel that way. And I apologize if it's something I did. And boom, you just move on. You know, the best thing you can ever do for somebody is to simply listen to them without judging and without offering advice unless it's asked for. I'm going to share something a little personal here. Okay. Years ago, and I'm talking 20 plus years ago, my wife came to me with something that, you know, happened at work. Was telling me the story, and in my mind, I'd already fixed it. I'm a fixer. I fixed that problem, right? And I'm offering her a solution to fix that problem. This is what you should do, blah, blah. And she looks at me, she goes, I don't want an answer. I just want you to listen. And that sentence stung me. You know, it, it, yeah. it has stayed with me. And to this day, when someone approaches me with somebody, I always, I, and I feel my mind race to that fix it location, I always try to tell them, look, I'm, I'm not trying to fix your issue, but have you thought of this? Or I'll say something, but I still find myself, it is the hardest thing for me. And I don't know if other guys are like this or not. I think they all are. I know from talking to my brothers and my husband and different friends that I think all, or I would say almost all men have this tendency to want to fix and problem solve. Yeah, we just want to fix it and move on, you know? Yeah. So I... And there have been conversations where I just have to say this, like, I don't I don't mean to do this, but I have to say this, you know? Yeah. I'm not trying to fix it. I'm not saying you should do this. I'm not. But and then, then I have to get that that out. Yeah. Because if not, it's just going to sit there. It's going to sit there for days and days and then just going <laughs> to eat me. And then just, I'm just going to finally kind of blurt it out. And, 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 and whatever that was, is already that person's already done with it. Yeah. They, they've, they've said, they've vented, they've made their peace and they moved on. And then three days later, I'm like, well, if you took the bucket and put it on top of the stairs, that would never have happened. And then you could have just poured the water out into the thing. I have no idea where that came from. <laughs> so the problem is that usually um, when somebody has an issue, by the time they're at the stage they're talking to other people about it, they have already gone through the most obvious solutions in their mind and, not, and decided that they're not going to work for whatever reason. So... When someone tells you about a problem that they have and your immediate reaction is to give them an obvious solution, it's kind of insulting. It's like, don't you think I thought of that already? So that's part of it. Now, the timing affects that conversation because if you at the very least let them get it all out of their system and just... Phrase things with a question instead of a statement. It's like, well, what would you think if this happened? And they would say, well, I thought of that and this isn't going to work. And they move on, which it's it's less imposing than just saying, well, you should do this. But also a big thing, unless it's unless they're just really hurting themselves and getting into trouble, especially if it's minor, just asking well, do you want some advice? If they really don't want to hear, if they really just want an event, then you'd be like, ah, no, I'm okay. Yeah, I find myself, um, if I'm venting on something, yeah, I kind of preface that by saying, I'm not looking for an answer or advice. I'm just venting. And then I vent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know my Sims sometimes they get a tense mood lit. Sims 4 is all about moods. Oh, okay. And when they're tense, they have the social option to actually vent to somebody. And once they vented, that reduces their uh, tense mood lit and sometimes gives them a little happy mood lit. Oh, how about because that? they aired it. <laughs> Get it out. Get out of their system. Yeah. Usually they're tense, you know, because a ghost came out in the middle of the night and broke the toilet again. <laughs> Silly ghost. Yeah. When you play any massively multiplayer online game for any significant amount of time, you're going to get to know people in the server you play on, and people are going to get to know you for better or for worse. And we all make decisions on a daily basis about what impact we bring to the lives of the people we share our gaming time with. I feel that the WoW community as a whole has been a model of what it means to be a community that gives back. We all genuinely care about the game we play, the people we play with, and the lives we touch through our in-game actions. Earl will cross over into our gaming lives from time to time, and when he does, we need to treat him with the respect he deserves. Making headlines in gaming news. Alright, this might not be game-changing news per se, but PC Gamer recently did an interview with a Hearthstone player who posted on Reddit that he purchased 2,700 Hearthstone card packs in one night. Wow. One night? Yes. Wow. Now, that about amounts to $3,000. A little bit over. And while you might expect this to be a horror story involving, I don't know, maybe a toddler left alone with an iPad or, you know, mixing... Your alcohol and oxycotton or something like that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, it was actually intentional and according to him, a good financial decision. Okay. So I thought this is interesting. And I want to talk about some of the points brought up in the article. So his justification is that he is a CPA. He works in the oil and gas industry. And he can easily afford it. Fair enough justification, right? Sure, I'm with you so far. Because of the same job that is very high demand, very stressful, he needs a good stress outlet. And Hearthstone provides that. It keeps him sane. I can see that, yeah. Yeah. I, I play Hearthstone about once a day. Yeah. yeah. It's nice little mental, because you're focused on it. You know, your strategy, you're thinking what are they about to play next, and it kind of shuts out everything else. Right, it gives your mind a chance to reset. Yeah. Yeah, it's very it's very uh good. He's not married and does not share finances with anybody. That's <laughs> probably one of the most important yeah. points. <laughs> no one's looking over his checkbook. Um, but you know, in the cost versus entertainment received, you said he kind of masked it out a little bit and he came out to be about five dollars an hour to play Hearthstone. He's playing a lot of Hearthstone. He's playing a lot of Hearthstone. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, if he's playing a lot of Hearthstone, then he, and, yeah. yeah, and you compare that to other recreational activities, it's kind of on the cheaper side. If you think about it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, you could play bowling. It's a little more than that. Sometimes it it's like you know five oh, bucks yeah, it's a more game. Than that. Or, well, you got your shoes yeah, and the game, and yeah. I wonder how many like legendary cards or the super duper cards that he got. He got a ton. He got a, at least like five golden legendaries as well. Are those like super rare? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I have one. You have one? Maybe. 
I'm gonna smack you if you have one. You have to check my 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 <laughs> uh, my cards. Okay. After the show. Did you download Hearthstone on your phone yet? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Hearthstone wise, it was interesting because now this guy already had all of the cards, but what he wanted was as many golden cards as possible. Hmm. And he actually figured out this was the cheapest way to get the most dust was just buy a whole bunch of packs at once. Um, so is that a purely cosmetic decision? Um, he's a fairly experienced player and said that you need to put out about $500 to play competitively. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. I, yeah. could, I could see that. Which is just like any kind of sport or e-sport. If you're going to do right. something competitively, you're going to spend money on it. Right. And it's not like, you know... You don't need to go out and buy the gaming joystick or the gaming keyboard no. or the gaming mouse. and You don't need all that for Hearthstone. You know, it's going to play in a phone or an iPad exactly. or whatever. Yeah. So you need to spend it on something. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting. And the only other takeaway I really noticed was that he mentioned dust-wise, if you want a golden card, just craft the golden version before crafting the regular. Like if you're missing a particular card like like Anoyatron, just craft a golden Anoyatron. Because it'll save you from having to dust your regular Noitron to craft a golden one later. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of dust. There's a lot of dust. Yeah. 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 But if you're spending, you know, three grand, <laughs> you got dust. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It is interesting. I mean, this guy isn't like, a, like I said, he's, he's a good player. He's gotten up to rank eight, which is higher than I've gotten. But, you know, definitely not anywhere near uh, legendary or... You know, the top guys. So as much money as he spent on the game, it's definitely not a pay-to-win game. No. Yeah. No, it still isn't because RNG is RNG. Yeah. So that's what pay-to-play takes out. It takes out, takes out the RNG and you've got the bigger gun because you bought it. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for bringing us that. That is uh, that's pretty cool information there. take a moment to hear an astute editorial from a member of the World of Warcraft community. Took part in the STV fishing tourney. Surprised at how many people still do it. Got ganked several times. People from other realms were blocking the tourney NPC. Ganky lobies. Blocking fishing bobbers. I'm quitting WoW forever since player behavior is horrible. And people are still participating in the Stranglethorn Veil content that is years old. WoW players are losers, including me, so I'm quitting WoW forever. Okay, thanks, bye. This, of course, has been a perfectly rational reaction. Hey folks, if you're out and about doing some shopping online, do us a huge favor. Stop at hearthcast.com forward slash Amazon. That'll take you over to the Amazon site and you can do all your Amazon shopping right there. The cool thing is a little bit of what you spend comes back to us. It's not going to cost you a single penny more than it would otherwise. It's just a simple little affiliate program that we get to benefit from. Thank you. I think shopping online gives you a double dose of high than shopping really? in stores. Yeah. Because you get a little high when you buy it, and then you get a little high when you get it in the oh, mail. Oh, yeah. yeah. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. I'm kind of uh, callous to that. 
Are you? Yeah. Not me. Well, we get like Amazon shipments every day at work because oh. that's our, our primary. Uh, what about at home? At home, I have one sitting there in the hallway waiting for me. See, aren't you excited about it? I am, but I have to wait till my birthday. Oh. So. <laughs> it's just like. So there. you're walking by it every time and like, oh, it's in that. It's no, in that. I kind of try it's to forget that. about it. <laughs> Because if not, I will be like, oh, I'm opening right now. What's in there? <laughs> I shook it. Does that count? Oh, don't shake it. What if you break it? Uh, no. I, don't. <laughs> I didn't like. You hope not. I didn't shake it hard. I didn't like violently shake the thing. <laughs> okay. go, 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 go. I didn't like, you know. <laughs> I just kind of give it a little, you know, a little, little nut, a yeah. little shake, shake. Okay. Like, you know, make sure no liquids are pouring out or anything, <laughs> you know, so. Feeling the weight of the box. Yeah. <laughs> Smelling it. See if there's anything I can. Scary bit of smell. You never know. You do never know. This is true. Like, there's one year I got uh, caffeinated soap. Oh. Yeah. And it's got. Did it a, work? It, uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's got a very uh, minty uh, smell to it. Is this like mint coffee? I've never had mint coffee, so I can't answer that question. Mm. But it's very minty, like mint tea. I can answer that. Ah, like mint tea. <laughs> and so, you know, you can smell it. It, it. it comes through anything. So, you know, you can smell that in a box. As you smell a box. You know, because I'm that, you know, that's on my birthday wish list. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. We want to thank everyone who shared with us your special stories about remembering those people in WoW that are special to us. Also, all of those on Twitter, uh, except for Verizon. I'm not thanking you, Verizon. You just want me back. They stalked you. They did. I didn't even call them out. I just used the word Verizon. I didn't at them or hashtag yeah. them or anything. That's probably good PR on their part. Yeah. Probably like fixes like one problem out of ten people they annoy. I saw uh on the on the the news the other day that somebody named a child hashtag. Uh, you know he has a good name. <laughs> Eesh. You just put like a verb behind it, couldn't you? Like hashtag angry. Put anything behind it. <laughs> Hashtag grounded. <laughs> Hashtag spanking. Anything you wanted to do. Someone else named a child Facebook. I heard that. Yeah, that's the same yeah. story. Only weird name. What's wrong with people? I don't know. Hashtag I don't know. IDK. <laughs> we do want to thank all of our followers on Twitter and our friends on Facebook. And as we close this show, we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your comments, questions, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastfreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. Visit our website, hearthcast.com, for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface. I love the 20.